Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways. I'm your host, John, and what a great day it is. It's a Thursday, the 26th, 2022, and this podcast, we are going to look at uh, water crossings, but by all means, this is not a 100% uh, foolproof, this is the way you got to do it. Every stream, every uh, scenario is different. So I do suggest the Pacific Crest Trail has got a really great article that came out. And it has got a very detailed uh, list for crossings. Not just for crossings, just solo. But also with log crossings, snow crossings, and crossing with a pack. But and today we're going to do one with and one without a pack so um real quick uh this weekend's memorial day weekend i just totally totally forgot about that so real quick if you guys are going out on the trail this weekend um be safe out there you know think about you know what you're getting into and knowing that there may be people out there that's not out there for the same reason you are so my advice is to get out there and have fun and pack some good food. And But let's also remember why we celebrate Memorial Day. To give thanks for those who have gave the ultimate sacrifice and the ones that didn't make it home. Those are the biggest heroes uh, of all. So take a moment and remember those who didn't make it home and love the ones that you did make home you know make sure you do know we all do and I, I you know I thank every service member that I can see and uh, thank them for their service so weather wise I'm not really sure what weather wise is looking like I haven't checked the forecast I know the last few days has been kind of rainy and grainy here but I know further um, Gaylord to like the Mackinac has definitely been one of those uh, frost freeze advisories all the way across the you know northern part of Michigan. So, you know, go from one extreme to the other. But I am seeing some 70s and 80s coming up. So, but that's southeastern Michigan, folks. But you just never know anywhere else. So, on to today's show. So, really quick. The, the truth is that, that people do die when... <laughs> sorry to say that. When... They cross streams, fast-paced streams, uh, rapids, fast-moving currents of water. And they're not looking at what they're doing, or they have no experience in it. You may not run across that ever here in Michigan, but there are cases where you are going to have to. And the biggest time is when the snow is melting at the higher elevation and it's coming down and it's wiping stuff out. I have seen video of, you know, snowfall, um, you know, the runoff, you know, just trashing the trails there on on the North Country Trail there. And they can get dangerous. And my advice is not to cross it if you don't have to. Try to find alternate means, but we'll get into that later on. So... When you're crossing a creek, you definitely want to make sure, you know, you want to look for hazards. Always kind of question yourself, what's the worst that could happen here? And you're looking for waterfalls, boulders, logs, 
things that are sticking up out of the water that's going to hurt you if you do fall in and you um, may get pinned up underneath these or they may become a very big problem. So also looking downstream, also you want to look across the banks. Make sure the banks, you know, they're not too steep. You don't have a lot of debris like brush or snow or ice or something that may uh, hinder your getting out of the water. So the best thing to do is find slow moving water, deep water, no higher than knee deep. This is what I've always been told when I was uh, getting into the backpacking world. Just make sure you're doing it where the water's slower. Anything faster, you know, you can lose your footing and such like that, and you can end up in the water or seriously hurting yourself. So, like I said, make a wise decision uh, before you cross. Scout out different areas. Um, I know this is something that we've always talked about, about leaving, not leaving the trail, wandering off and finding something to look at, or we find um, something we want to check out, you know. So, scout off different areas. If you can stand on the trail and look down either way to see if there is a safer area to cross or maybe a bridge or something else in that area, I highly advise it. But mark where you're at. Know where the trail comes off and you know which way to come back as far as your compass bearings. Map it out. You have a map. You come up to it. Oh, this is where I'm at. I want to travel maybe 15, 20 feet, and you know you got to walk 15, 20 feet if the trail is permitted to let you go that direction or if you can, you know, make it on your own trail. But like I said, be cautious when you're leaving a trail. Know your surroundings and have landmarks. Have something that you can see that, okay, this is the trail. This is where I have to come up. I have to come back down and you know where I'm at. That's always the best thing, folks. So the next thing is if you're crossing with a pack, um, there's different scenarios and people, um, what they'll give you. Okay. Still the same principles apply. If you're crossing, crossing a shallow area or a, a deeper area, slow moving water. First thing you want to do is make sure you got trekking poles or your sticks or something that you can feel in the water to make sure that the... There's nothing sharp down there. You want to make sure that there is uh, no stones that you can trip over. And also, leave your shoes on. When you're leaving your shoes on, that can help with your footing and such, and you're not slipping and, um, you know, causing more problems. The other thing is I've, I've heard other people say is that you should be able to have a pair of camp shoes. Now, if you got a pair of camp shoes and you don't mind getting those wet, you can put those on and make your way across. The best thing to do is always make sure that you have everything in a waterproof bag or even your dry bags to make sure none of your uh, equipment gets wet if you should happen to fall in. Uh, the next thing you want to do, I said, is make small steps. One foot in, the, in front of the other kind of uh, kind of so off to the side of each other. So this way, you know, you're inching in little by little and you're 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 got good footing. <laughs> Sorry. Um but also you want to unbuckle your straps. 
Now, this is the case is if you're moving across fast-paced water and your bag uh, decides to water, you know, it, it'll become waterlogged, folks. You're going to get water in there, and now you're trying to fight to stand up, and you've got another 30, 40 pounds of water inside of your backpack, and you've got no way to get it off. So, and you're struggling to stand up, unbuckle them. That way you can just slide it off. Now you're without gear. We are, you know, we can get to that. So there are other tactics and stuff that you can use as far as uh, ropes, guides, and that type of thing. But that's another whole learning scenario on how to use ropes because you can seriously hurt yourself more and even possibly kill yourself and the people that you're with. So my advice is I'll try to put it in the link down below. It's for the uh, Pacific Crest Trail. And, but it, it, the way the article reads is that you can definitely apply this anywhere. So by all means, folks, read up on water safety when you're crossing any kind of stream or creeks or that type of thing. And be safe. Okay, so uh, that kind of wraps it up for today. So I uh, hope you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend. And I will see you sometime next week. Other than that, I hope you guys, uh, I'll see you on the trail. Take care. Bye.